Welcome to Atom Zone. I am your host Rob Stack, and today, together with CryptoCito, we will dive into a new potential consumer chain. Before exploring today's topic, I want to say congrats to Cito to reaching 100k followers on Twitter. I'm curious, like, uh, did you celebrate or anything? Assuming you can share it, of course. That's very nice of you. Thank you so much, man. Honestly, like, I know we connected years ago where I had much less and when I got into Cosmos, I had a lot less. I mean, I was, you know, not no, nowhere near to be a big account where Jack Zampolin was kind of incentivized to take his time to show me into Cosmos. But I'm very grateful that he did. And I think throughout the time, you know, I grew, Cosmos grew, um, my account grew, my reach grew, and everything exploded. So thank you so much for the congratulations. And yeah, it's been, it's been wild. I didn't really celebrate it. Because I also didn't know exactly when it's hitting 100K. Um, but yeah, I mean, when I saw it like cross the 100K, I was very excited. Just so, you know, spent the weekend thinking back about the past years and how I got into crypto, cosmos, and everything. So it was a big personal achievement. So yeah, thanks for the congratulations. Yeah, I'm sure you were still grinding even when you reached 100K. So back on the topic, we have Ether, which is a potential consumer chain. Ether aims to be the canonical EVM of the AZ with a focus on Atom. It's actually been a while since the last episode covering a consumer chain onboarding, mostly because the interchain security is currently undergoing an evolution that will facilitate consumer chain. Uh, we recently announced the, the partial set security. And uh, to learn more about partial set security, be sure to check one of the latest Cosmos subtweets covering the topic. Now let's go back on the guest. Today we have John Weinman, which is here to share the Ether vision. So welcome, John, and feel free, feel free to introduce yourself. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm really happy to be here. Um, so yeah, my name is John. I'm one of the founders of Aether. And uh, my connection to the team was um, I actually come from the Ethereum ecosystem. So uh, I'm a large synthetic staker, um, but my connection to Aether was uh, I was an early V Vela holder, and that's the the Dex um, mechanism that we're going to be deploying on our chain. Um, and we think the Velodrome team did a fantastic job with their like go to market strategy and, and the mechanism design there. So, yeah, I do uh, mechanism design, and then I handle comms, obviously. Um, so that's that's basically a, a quick summary about me. When you say that you're like from the Ethereum community, like uh, can you maybe expand a little bit on that? I mean, you said synthetics, but were you involved in other projects and what, what's kind of like your background? Are you more like an engineer or what's your story? Oh, I see. Yeah. So um, I started off as a software engineer in Web2, um, specifically in security. So I worked at Cloudflare for a couple of years. And then after that, uh, I worked at a, I was the third developer at a cyber insurance startup. 
Um, and uh, so, yeah, when I say I come from the Ethereum community, I, I definitely wouldn't describe myself as a maxi. Um, I uh, farmed Osmo uh, very early on in its launch last cycle um, and uh, consider myself more of like a values-based investor, right? And so a lot of the values that uh, Ethereum and Cosmos share around decentralization and um, and censorship resistance and that kind of thing um, is kind of where I come from. And then, yeah, I'm a software developer, so I care about the tech stack and, and stuff being built, uh, you know, well. Um, but yeah, when I say, I guess, Ethereum, a majority of my like trading and stuff happens on the Ethereum blockchain, um, but I'm not, uh, I'm not like, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm not a maxi. Yeah, I mean, if you're farming Osmos since the early days, then sounds like you're almost like a Cosmos maxi at this point. <laughs> OG Cosmos. Yeah, I mean, a lot of my friends are, you know, Adam Wales. <laughs> so. So when you when you heard about, like, maybe you can talk about, like, your Cosmos story. I mean, was kind of Osmosis the, the entry point or what was the entry point and what what are you, how do you view the, the role of the Cosmos hub evolving over the years? Um, yeah, so uh, last cycle, I think crypto was still small enough where you could follow everything that was going on on every chain. And uh, at some point, it got big enough and there was too much happening that I felt like I had to focus. And so um, a majority of my holdings were tokens that were on ETH, and so I chose to focus there. But my connection to Osmo was uh, there was a project called DVPN um, last cycle, which some of you may have heard of. And I was an investor in that project. And so um, when Osmo launched, they were uh, doing incentives. And that's like how I got, um, that's how I got integrated with uh, Osmo. Um, yeah, the VPN was actually one of the first projects to migrate from Ethereum to Cosmos. And actually, I think a lot of people from Ethereum came from that project. So it's actually interesting that to say that. Uh, does your team also have a, a background on Cosmos Tech, or uh, is it something that uh, they recently started? Uh, no, so I am the only person from the team that is not like a native Atom community member. Uh, the rest of our team are large Atom holders, uh, including the devs. Um, and, and so, yeah, um, that's where I was saying uh, they initially contacted me to advise on the mechanism designed for the Velodrome mechanism. Um, but yeah, the rest of them have been in the Cosmos ecosystem for multiple cycles now, and a majority of their assets are concentrated in Cosmos uh, tokens, Cosmos ecosystem tokens. Yeah, and actually, I think that uh, we can see that from the language of Ether, uh, of Ether comes, because actually, it shows that uh, they know Atom and Cosmos very well, because most of the comms is... Uh, is of someone that has been around for a while, and uh, I think every OG can notice that. So it's actually quite interesting because uh, I see that you guys have uh, a big alignment towards Atom, at least on your communication. Then uh, we will go through all the proposal and what is your goal and vision. So maybe can you start to introduce a little bit Ether AVM, like uh, just a, a brief overview? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> so the A3VM is intended to be an EVM chain by Atom holders for Atom holders. Um, we want to be a DeFi hub uh, where Atom is the benchmark asset. Um, and we want to add new utility to Atom. You know, right now it's just used for governance. 
Um, but we think it should be the main pair paired against all the tokens. We think you should be able to mint stable coins against it. And uh, we think you should be able to lend and borrow it just like um, other ecosystems do with their like main chain. Uh, it has the deepest liquidity and some of the highest amount of like economic security from a validator perspective, but it doesn't get used uh, enough to like, you know, g- given how high it is on those other two factors. And so uh, we think there's a gap there in the market that, that we aim to fill. Can you, like from your perspective, because I mean, We've been covering the Cosmos Hub now over the years. You know, we talked a lot here with the core developers, core contributors. Um, there's a lot of like governance proposals every now and then that cause drama and get you know divide the community. Sometimes reunites them. Like, what's your? How do you view the role of the Cosmos Hub in a broader Cosmos ecosystem? And why do you think that Atom, as of right now, is not kind of the most liquid pair and on all these other DEXs or, I mean, it is for many, but you know what I mean? Like kind of like, yeah, maybe losing its position. Uh, some people say, so what's your views on that? Uh, yeah, I would, I don't know if we would characterize it as losing its position. Um, I think so like to contrast with Ethereum very specifically, um, you can't really use your atom. Right. And so like to talk about how that affects price, um, it means a lot of supply is just sitting around um, available to be sold. And so like w- one benefit of our chain is uh, we aim to create liquidity sinks for Atom, right? So when you take Atom or a liquid staking derivative of, of Atom and you lock it up to mint a stable coin, that takes supply off the market, which is bullish for price. And similarly, uh, when you provide your Atom into an LP pool, um, it's also taking that supply off the market, uh, assuming it's like locked or staked or whatever. Um, so yeah, I think like those are the main reasons, right? Like if you contrast with ETH, uh, ETH really saw its, um, explosion during ETH DeFi like last summer. And the reason for that was because, uh, ETH was getting locked up in all these various protocols. And so that's, that's good for price. And yeah, this comes back to us being like Adam centric is, uh, a lot of chains, and I don't mean to speak negatively about them because we we like a lot of them, but it's like a side effect of their mechanism design. Uh, they focus on their own token. And uh, that is good for the holders of those tokens, but it's not necessarily bullish for Atom. Um, and so we, like, obviously we'll have our own token um, for all these mechanisms, but uh, the way we view success is, uh, you know, like I'm in charge of the Villadrum decks and like that'll have its own token, but uh, our tokens are locked for uh, multiple years. And the reason we're comfortable doing that is because um, we make money and the community makes money if we unlock, uh, you know, new, new utility for Adam. And I think if we do that, these other tokens will do well too. Um, but our primary goal is to, to add utility for Adam. Yeah. So, so we can say that uh, you guys fit to the narrative that, uh, that, uh that is currently shaping up of the interchain money narrative. But actually, as you were referring earlier, like uh, interchain money right now is mostly basically swapping atom for other assets, one could argue. So basically what you're saying is that the goal of ETHEREVM actually is increasing utility more on a DeFi level with uh, more application and protocols. But do you think there is still a, a strong demand in terms of EVM, especially for atom? Uh, yeah, we don't, we don't look at it from a demand perspective. We think, um, 
that uh, right now the EVM is the best way to unlock uh, this functionality, right? So uh, for better or for worse, Solidity is unfortunately the language that we write most of this in. It has like the largest uh, mind share and stuff uh, and it's open source so we can use it. Um, and uh, so, yeah, like the, the value in our chain is less about um, who validates it and it's more at the application layer, right? Like all of these money Legos already exist and we think uh, they just need to be combined in a specific way and in a way and, and to use Atom instead of, you know, what other, other tokens they were initially designed for. And that, that combination um, should allow uh, the Cosmos ecosystem to use Atom in the same way that other ecosystems get to use their native token. Okay. Thanks for the answer. And uh, yeah, I think that uh, it's an interesting vision. Uh, it will be also interesting to see how it can combine with the Ethereum audience, because I think that one of the most powerful uh, narrative for EVM is, of course, if they ca capture actually Ethereum users. And uh, in this case, uh, you will capture basically Ethereum users, but also have Atom as main asset. So it's a combination that uh, I think it's not easy to do because uh, you need to combine basically two worlds. So that's why probably many VM have been have been facing some challenges in the Cosmos ecosystem. So maybe how how Ether actually differentiate himself from this uh, this other VM that are trying to basically compete uh, with the with Ethereum VM, but in the Cosmos ecosystem. Yeah. Um... So I don't think it's from a technical perspective. I think it's from a community and, and like a go-to-market perspective. So the biggest differentiators are um, a lot of these other EVMs uh, use their own tokens, right? They don't uh, use Atom for gas and they're trying to pair the liquidity against their like native tokens um, for whatever they're doing. And they also have VC funding. Um, so we have no VC funding. Uh, so the the seed round investors of Aether will be the atom holders who receive the airdrop. Um, and similarly, if you are a large atom whale and you're like debating which of these EVMs to um, deploy your capital to in order to like farm or farm liquidity or whatever, uh, you will retain more of the ROI that your liquidity generates if you deploy it on our chain, because um, there are no VCs with, you know, large, um, large allocations. And then similarly uh, on our chain, like you'll be able to pay for gas with Adam and any other uh, token you want. And so um, it's, yeah, uh, we think our, our mechanism will provide more return to atom holders than the other ones and so we happen to be an evm chain but like uh really anywhere you're putting your atom even on non-evm chains um we think we're still a, a, an attractive place um because of the fact that we're not vc funded and the fact that we're atom aligned are you also planning to kind of build out the application layer yourselves or how, what, what type of applications do you envision? Like, is it going to be DeFi focused or how is that going to work? Yeah. So um, we intend to be DeFi focused and uh, on launch, uh, we will launch with the necessary primitives. So um, uh, at least initially we'll have a DEX, which will be a, a fork of Velodrome V1. And then we're also planning on a stablecoin uh, using liquidity, where you'll provide Atom as collateral and then mint a stablecoin against that. And then we'll also have a lend borrow market. Um, but unlike some of the other EVM chains that have launched, uh, we are not 
trying to pick winners and losers. And so um, you will be able to deploy permissionlessly on our EVM chain, just like all the other ones. And so if you want to deploy a competing DEX or a competing stable, a competing stable coin, um, you should be able to do that. And then likewise, um, we are open to collaboration with the EVM community. And we think, you know, any Ethereum users that happen to bridge over is a good thing and, uh, you know, bullish for the Atom ecosystem um, in the long term. Like our two communities have very similar values and very similar visions for how um, this stuff is supposed to work. Like I'll be the first to admit that the Cosmos ecosystem invented the app chain thesis that uh, is currently playing out in like the Ethereum L2 space, right? Um, and I think a lot of the Ethereum community admits that as well. Um, and I, we think uh, in order for value to accrue to the chain, it just needs to use Atom as the base asset. And so it's not a threat if um, Ethereum users come over because uh, the liquidity on our chain will still be paired against Atom. And so when they're doing trades, um, they're going to be interacting uh, with the Atom ecosystem, you know, whether they like it or not. Um, can you maybe talk about kind of the, the development of the EVM itself, right? Because I think it's, is it built on a, on a fork of, um, of Ethermint or what's the kind of version of, of the EVM? And are you guys, is your core team like actively kind of uh, shaping that or what, what's the game plan for the, for the EVM itself? Uh, yeah, so we actually have an announcement to make um, on this Twitter space. Uh, we are going to be the first partial set security chain. Um, and the where that comes back to your question is uh, initially we were using EVM OS as our um, as our EVM runtime. Um, but as a lot of people who have paid attention to our proposal and stuff have seen, uh, we have uh, been working on it. Um, heavily modifying it and and after launch we plan to uh to modify it even more um because partial set, set security uh is not launching for a couple more months um we're now taking this time to um move off um to something else and uh and but we will uh launch um the same day as partial set security yeah that that actually kind of a big announcement because uh I think most of the community wasn't expecting it because uh, most most of the validators also probably were thinking about replicate security, but uh, we are now introducing partial set security, which literally opens a new world for ICS. So it's uh, it's very interesting that we now have the first consumer chain basically aiming to launch as a partial set security chain. So very interesting this. Is it... Uh, does this change your vision of goals on the project? Like, uh, is it still your uh, draft, draft proposal going to remain the same or uh, is going to change? Uh, at a high level, it remains the same. So the benefits of partial set security for us is that um, validators who aren't comfortable with like the anonymous team um, or our code, they can opt out, right? And unprofitable validators don't need to run our chain. Um, but the benefit that we retain, which is important to us, is uh, consumer security chains, we believe, are atom aligned. And then similarly, partial set security chains are also atom aligned. Um, and, and that's what's important to us. And like the reason we were considering both of these options is because, like I said earlier, the value in um, Aether is not, uh, we don't need to be a sovereign chain. We don't need to run our own validators because the value comes from the way that we're combining the applications on the application layer. Um, 
And so this is uh, another way to accomplish this. But yeah, we've been uh, super grateful to uh, Informal and Haifa um, for their like support and advice um, so far. And we're excited to, to launch um, partial set security with them. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, what's the collaboration like with um, those teams and also with uh, other consumer chains? Because with your background, you know, being from the in the Ethereum community, um, how do you view that kind of dynamic? Uh, yeah, they've both been um, extremely helpful and we've been working with them extremely closely. So as some of you may have known, we had a successful testnet um, as a secure as a consumer security chain. And uh they were uh you know instrumental in um helping us run that um but yeah in terms of uh collaboration with other chains um we are uh talking with a lot of the liquid liquid staking derivatives um including stride um because in addition to spot atom uh we also want you to be able to mint stable coins against these liquid staking derivatives and um so liquid staking derivatives are an obvious candidate uh where we can collaborate but um yeah part of being out of is is we want to um to collaborate with everybody in the ecosystem um and i guess like an example of that uh so the way velodrome is a fork of solidly which was created by andre cronier and the way that they launched um was they gave nfts which incentivize liquidity for free um to the initial projects that like were long-term aligned with optimism so like synthetics and a couple of the other ones that uh like chose optimism over the other layer twos uh and that was partially to reward people who were optimism aligned um and partially a way to bootstrap liquidity and so uh we will probably do something similar where we plan on giving um nfts to incentivize liquidity to any cosmos ecosystem project that wants one because if you've already been a part of this ecosystem uh then that means like uh we are aligned with you and um there will be extra incentives for you know people who uh commit to bribing more and and who maybe like stake longer and stuff but um initially uh for a, from a protocol level on the decks um that's kind of how we think about who we want to collaborate with like we're not we're not trying to pick favorites Yes, actually, super important that you you mentioned as Stride because it seems that you're already basically starting to collaborate with the project within the Atom Economic Zone because Stride is a consumer chain. There is also Neutron that is a consumer chain, and technically, you will be your project will be the first EVM on the Atom Economic Zone. So, how do you see an EVM playing in the Atom Economy Zone, especially for collaborating with projects that are already in the Atom Economy Zone, especially in this case, Stride? Uh, yeah, we just want to be like the town square, right? Um, you can uh, come from whatever chain you're on and uh, come to Aether, bridge over to Aether, and, and be able to unlock all the DeFi functionality that exists elsewhere. And then when you're ready to leave, you can leave. Um, and we expect it to be a like playground for experimentation, um, because like I said, uh, you can deploy on it permissionlessly. And so uh, if you have a new idea, you don't need to ask us. You can just uh, deploy it and start iterating on it. And the market will decide uh, whether you know it's a good idea or not. And if you're successful, great, because um, because our chain is atom aligned. Any success that you have is is bullish for atom as well. 
So coming back to the draft draft proposal, because uh, we actually haven't haven't still uh, haven't still uh, got an overview of the proposal. How how you plan to share value with Atom and uh, and its community, and uh, what kind of uh, of vision and goals are you setting in the in the proposal? <clears throat> Uh, yeah, so some of this I, I've mentioned before, and so it'll be a little bit repetitive, but I think it's good to to clarify around this question too. Um, so the number one way is uh, we will um, pair our liquidity around Atom. Um, we want to have the deepest liquidity for Atom out of like all the chains. Um, and then, like I was saying earlier, our stablecoin will be backed by Atom and Atom liquid staking derivatives. And so this will take Atom supply off of the market, um, which uh, you know is bullish for Atom price. Um, and then I guess like one new way uh, that I haven't spoken about before is uh, we plan on contributing back to the Cosmos Hub development. Um, and so the first example of this is for uh, Cosmos staking. Uh, we're building a curve style locking mechanism. Uh, where the longer you stake, um, the more rewards you uh, earn. And so this is not at the application layer, right? This is at the validator layer. And uh, we will uh, contribute this open source back to the Cosmos Hub dev and development. And anyone who's uh, like, if you're hearing that and you're interested in seeing it uh, or learning more about it, like we would love to, to talk to you about it. Um, and then... Uh, uh, to, to like continue on your original question, um, all of these mechanisms that uh, we're deploying on the chain have their own tokens. Um, we're going to airdrop those tokens uh, to the to the Atom community, just like we're doing with the Aether token. So they'll continue accruing value that way. Um, and uh, then the benefit that the Velodrome mechanism provides is. Um, if you're a new protocol and you want to bootstrap liquidity, uh, there's not a great way to do it because you have to uh, give incentives directly to LPs, which does attract liquidity, but doesn't do it efficiently. And the benefit of the Velodrome mechanism is that uh, if you're a new protocol looking to bootstrap liquidity, then we're hoping that you would put your initial LPs on our chain because uh, we believe the Velodrome mechanism can attract uh, more dollars of liquidity for less dollars of incentives. Um, so we think it's a, it's an easier way for protocols to to basically launch. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So can you maybe also attach some kind of numbers and uh, and a rough timeline to it? I know it's always hard, but um, yeah. So you said you're going to be the first PSS chain. Um, is there like a rough date for that yet? And then also in, in terms of the airdrop, I think it's going to be forty percent of the. Genesis supply that will be airdropped, right? Maybe connect. Yeah, that's correct. Um, Forty percent of the airdrop will be going to um, Atom holders and Atom stakers. Um, Atom stakers will be getting more than Atom holders, and so if you're looking to farm the airdrop, uh, we would recommend um, staking Atom. Uh, and then in terms of dates, um, we have not taken a snapshot for the uh, airdrop yet. Uh, we'll do it as we get closer to launch. Um, and the, the minimum uh, amount will be uh, less than $100, but we haven't decided the specifics yet. Um, in terms of an actual launch date, uh, we would uh, direct people to the partial set security roadmap. Um, so we don't have a specific date in mind, 
But uh, on the first day that partial set security is live, uh, our chain will be live as well. Yes, so on partial set security, actually, we shared the, uh, the Cosmos Hub shared an announcement, uh, probably was yesterday, I think. So, so actually, people can already start to see the ADR for PSS, which is basically a document that shared initial design. And actually, uh, as for now, for the Cosmos Sub improvement process, uh, the first prototype will happen with the spike uh, phase, which, which is actually the next one. So I, I can share an exact date, but uh, I would say that uh, there are a lot of progress in there. So we will update the community as soon uh, as possible. And uh, on that side, you, you basically share that there is uh, actually a lot of value shared with the Cosmos Sub, which is uh, actually interesting because it's the first time that I see an upcoming consumer chain showing so much alignment with the Cosmos Sub because basically your entire brand is focused on Atom. Even, even the proposal is super pro Atom and uh, all, the, all the consumer chain as well. So actually my question would be, what is the value for either itself? Like how either itself sustain and what kind of revenue you have for uh, basically either as a, as a partial set security chain? Um, yeah, so for the Ether token, um, for those of you who aren't aware of how optimism works, Optim uh, it, well, actually it doesn't work with this way right now, but it will work this way when it's finished. Uh, you bid OP in order to be the sequencer, um, which is where uh, the MEV value from the chain accrues. And so um, similarly to that, uh, we will be directing uh, a portion of the MEV um, back to Aether holders. And then some of that revenue will also be used to uh, in <clears throat> incentivize both Atom and Aether pairs on the chain. Um, but that's where the, the value of the Aether token will come from, is basically the MEV value of the chain. And so as the chain grows and as volume increases, uh, that MEV uh, will also increase and then the, the value of Aether should follow. Uh, and then similarly, if we fail, uh, there will not be a lot of MEV generated and it, it won't be very successful. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that's a fair, a fair explanation. Also, if the community has uh, any question, I was reading section, actually, we also read most of the question, but if anyone has a question, feel free to jump on. I would say that another interesting aspect is that uh, if you launch as, as, a, as a secured chain by Cosmos Hub, actually, you can uh, leverage the Cosmos Sub brand, which I think is one of the biggest advantages usually consumer chain and uh, Cosmos Sub secure chain versus a secure chain have, because uh, you're basically already getting uh, an important level of security, but also the confidence that people have in the Cosmos Sub brand. So how you can you plan basically to go to market and say, hey, we are the AVM secured by the Cosmos Sub, like, uh, do you have some strategy on that side? Uh, yeah, and so um, a lot of this we're borrowing from the Velodrome team because we think they did an excellent, an excellent job with their execution. And so, like, to kind of outline their strategy, um, Velodrome uh, is specific to optimism, right? They have zero intention of uh, becoming like a cross-chain DEX or like spreading to other non-optimism chains, which is partly why we're able to fork their mechanism in Cosmos without competing with them. Um, and so like the, the focus on a single ecosystem is important. Uh, and, and that's why we're choosing to focus on Cosmos because, um, nobody has done it in this way yet. 
And then the like second prong to their go-to-market strategy is um, they have the approval and buy-in of their ecosystem, right? So like the Optimism Foundation uh, grants them uh, a ton of OP to be used as incentives. And um, similarly, they donate uh, some of their revenue back to the retroactive public goods funding. And so that's where like the Cosmos ecosystem comes in for us. Like we want uh, approval of the hub um, because we know that this doesn't work without it. Um, and then to, to, I guess, talk about the, the initial go-to-market strategy, the mechanism starts with very high inflation, right? And the effect that this has is that if you are an early adopter and, and long-term aligned, this allows you to um, accumulate it faster. And in this point, I'm talking about the, the Velodrome mechanism, not necessarily the Aether token, right? Um, but over time, the, uh, the, the inflation goes down. Um, and so the effect that this has is when we distribute the initial NFTs to um, Cosmos protocols, the ones that choose to incentivize liquidity with us and choose to buy and lock the token um, can build protocol and liquidity that is sustainable. Um, because uh, the locked Aether um, or the, the locked Velo uh, determines uh, the share of of LP rewards that go to the LPs. And so um, if you are able to buy and lock enough Velo to um, incentivize liquidity without bribing, you can now sustain an LP pool um, kind of indefinitely uh, if you if you start doing it um, during the high inflation part when, when the rewards are high. I'm not sure, that was a bad explanation. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes makes definitely. I mean, I'm not I'm not an expert in that field, but uh, I think you are actually doing a very clear overview of the project so far because uh, because it's pretty easy to understand also for the community. So props for you to using a language which is actually very easy to understand. And uh, actually, I I'm fascinated by the fact that you you are mostly basically taking inspiration from the optimism ecosystem, which uh, actually has been. Uh, very close uh, to Cosmos in terms of uh, of strategy because they have the OP stack, which is reminding sometimes of the Cosmos stack. So th there is actually already some some synergy in comms regarding uh, regarding this ecosystem in particular. Yeah, but, I think uh, you're kind of attacking yeah. the same problem from opposite angles, right? In Cosmos, IBC is uh, like a vertical integration, and uh, in Optimism, you're building the same type of chain, but it's more horizontal. Um, so they're they're both equally composable, but the the dimensions in which you compose uh, are different. Yeah, definitely. And uh, and I think that now that there will be soon also IBC in the layer two ecosystem, I think that uh, we we will validate further our thesis. So I think that actually chains that are secured by the Cosmos Hub will will have an interesting future because there is actually a lot of potential in having all this uh, Atom Economy Zone brand and Cosmos brand still, even if some people try to distance themselves from this brand in the past, but I think we, we are witnessing some sort of uh, uh, renaissance of this, uh, of this uh, terminology. So that's, that's kind of interesting. And I've been trying to put, uh, uh, to accept the community request to speak, but I don't know why today Twitter is bugging. So basically every, every request that I've been accepting is, uh, is bounced back. So I'm sorry for that if everyone that has been 
requesting to speak is not able to join, but uh, Twitter sometimes uh, play these games. So sorry for that. CryptoZidon, do uh, maybe, you have a, yeah. yeah, maybe have a question. Um, because I'm sure you got a lot of questions and feedback, right? So maybe you can like address like what are some of the most frequently asked questions that you guys got? And um, for anybody that like tuned in now and listened to your explanations of everything, like how where can they go? How how can they get in touch? And yeah, what's the place to learn more? Yeah. Um, so uh, with the announcement of partial set security, a lot of the questions we're getting around are we still using EVMOS and Ethermint? And so I want to be clear that we're no longer using um, that. And then uh, the second question that we get a lot is about the nature of the anonymous team. And so I wanted to take a second to um, address that as well. Uh, we don't fault anyone for uh, being suspicious of us because we're anonymous. That's a perfectly reasonable um, position to have. Uh, and I understand this is a cultural difference between Cosmos and Ethereum, where in Ethereum, uh, anonymous devs are much more accepted. And so the, the example that I always go to is Yearn, YFI. Um, a majority of their team is anonymous. They are uh, headed by um, Banteg. And, uh, but he's been around for so long, and their team has been around so long, providing value back to the ecosystem that everyone agrees that they are uh, good actors. And so um, our goal over time is to build up that same reputation. Uh, and so like one of the reasons we think we're sort of allowed to be anonymous is, A, we're not taking any venture funding, right? Um, we, we paid for the development uh, of all of this. And so uh, we're, we're like, we don't feel a reason to dox from that perspective. Um, we'd kind of like to remind everyone that operating in crypto is dangerous, especially uh, if you're based in certain countries. And so, um, you know, some of our, our devs have those similar concerns. And then um, from a code perspective, uh, the mechanisms that we're forking are audited and well understood. And uh, we are only changing them uh, to use um, Atom. And, and so you should easily, if you're suspicious about like a uh, rug potential, um, it, you know, and you, and you can code, uh, all of our code is open source. And so you can go and verify what I'm saying and that like, uh, obviously we're changing these mechanisms, but we're doing it as narrowly as possible just to support Adam. Um, and uh, our tokens are locked um, for a long time. Uh, and so, uh, and you can verify that as well. And, and like I said, we, uh, this will succeed or fail based on whether it provides utility to Adam. And so, uh, you know, if we fail, it's because we failed to uh, unlock the same type of utility for Adam that other chains have been able to unlock. Uh, I feel like there was another part. Oh, yeah. So the, the last no, part think... of your question was where to go. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I think that's a very realistic kind of explanation right and i mean you know satoshi is also like nobody knows who satoshi is like our, our entire industry is built on that right and i think i also understand like specifically in cosmos i think it's a very strong culture around the transparency of developers and by transparency i i mean like a lot of the core developers are out there i remember when i got into cosmos i felt like the whole content creator and influencer scene in, in cosmos were basically the developers right like Sunny, Jack, Zaki, they were all like kind of like the main influencers in, in Cosmos. So I, I think that's kind of like culturally the, the difference between 
Ethereum and maybe even other ecosystems, right? Like there's also like Avalanche and, and Hedera, they're way more institutional. Um, but yeah, Cosmos, I think generally it's a big retail uh, community, um, but also it's very involved. And I think that's what makes it so different. And I don't know if you've been following all the governance stuff and over the years, right? Um, but I think Cosmos also has the most active governance, um, which is great, but also it causes some kind of friction sometimes. Yeah. No, I haven't been following it very closely until recently, but now I try to follow it pretty closely. And I think like this is a uh, going back to the anonymity. Um, uh, we've been getting a lot of pushback from validators, uh, and understandably so, right? They don't want to run um, code they're not familiar with from a team they don't know uh, because they face like legal liability and that kind of thing. So we understand where they're coming from. Um, and I think this is where partial set security is a fantastic fit for us because uh, it gives them the opportunity to opt out if they uh, if they aren't comfortable. But yeah, I think like the the only way we're going to be able to build up a good reputation is over time by acting in the interests of the Atom community and and you know with integrity and and we plan on doing that. Yeah, and before we get back to the like, where can people go? I got a question, written question from uh, Crypto Chuck here, who was trying to get on, um, but he sent it to me. So he's saying, what's the approach from Aether to acquire new users? Cosmos currently has several EVM chains like Ethmos and so on. How are they going to differentiate and, and acquire users? Yeah, so initially, the main way that we're going to acquire users is through the Velodrome Dex mechanism. Um, and I guess I can, should I give a, an elevator pitch for that real quick? Yes, that would be good. Okay. So yeah, the, the problem that the Velodrome mechanism solves is that uh, in any ecosystem, you have a lot of liquidity that sits unused, right? And so um, to use examples from the Ethereum ecosystem, like ETH DAI has billions of dollars in it. But um, when you look at how much volume it does relative to how much liquidity is in there, a lot of that liquidity is being unused. And so the way that the Velodrome mechanism solves this is uh, it creates a marketplace for liquidity where um, instead of fees going to LPs, they go to a new type of actor called um, VE Velo voters. VE Velo voters are actors who lock up Velo in exchange for a pro rata share of these fees. And they vote every week um, where to uh, allocate the Velo rewards that go to LPs. And so this marketplace uh, now has buyers who are VE Velo voters who are buying the Velo, and then LPs who are earning the Velo as rewards and dumping it either to compound their LP position or like compensate themselves for the impermanent loss they receive. Um, but the the benefit of this mechanism is that um, you earn more rewards, right? And so, like coming back very specifically to his question about how we'll incentivize um, uh, people to bridge over, um, my guess would be that wherever you're providing liquidity um, right now, uh, we, we will be able to offer you a higher APY um, or a higher APR. Uh, per week. And so that should be attractive. And like the economic incentives there should, should attract a lot of people. Um, but over time, uh, this creates uh, a flywheel where uh, we hope you stay because uh, the inflation will be high initially, 
Um, and so that will reward people who, who, who buy in um, from the beginning. But over time, um, it's going to get uh, less profitable. And uh, at least with Velodrome, uh, like the, the metric that we track on the decks is that like a year ago when Velo launched, uh, 100% of the voter revenue was coming from bribes, right? Which is protocols who um, deposit uh, incentives um, for LPs. And uh, as the decks grew and got market share, um, now over 50% of the revenue is coming from fees. And so if you look at Velodrome on Optimism, I don't think they have more TVL than Uniswap at this point, but they do have uh, like market uh, a majority of the volume. And so uh, from a, if you look at like holistically, uh, VE Vela voters are uh, basically in control of, of where like the liquidity goes on Optimism now because they manage to get the network effects. And so that's, uh, we think of the high inflation as a growth mechanism where uh, it will only be high for a short time. We plan to use that short time to generate interest and to kind of get the flywheel going. And then at some point, like a year, a year after it'll start going down. But initially, like it should be very profitable We've got for Mike. people who choose to play. Yeah, we, we have Mike on stage. Um, what's your question, Mike? Yeah, I, I, have, a, I have a question. Uh, can, you, can you guys hear me or no? Yeah, I yeah, can hear you. Hear. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I, I come from the Ethereum ecosystem too. So I had a, I had a question for you, um, regarding the VAE NFT. And I think this is a, a probably a, a decent opportunity. Uh, do you plan to use those, uh, to trade on like, uh, NFT marketplace, like Omniflix or Stargaze? Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, the Velodrome team, uh, is not against people selling their positions, right? Uh, and I've even sold a bunch of my VE NFTs. Um, and like, this is the benefit of, of representing the position as an NFT is that, uh, so for speaking with Velodrome or, or for Velodrome, their NFTs typically trade at like a 20 to 30% discount, um, to compensate for the, the risk you're taking of like having the locked collateral. But yeah, we, uh, we don't care which, uh, NFT exchanges you choose to trade them on. Um, that that should be your way to like get exit liquidity if you need it, and we want to encourage trading of these NFTs um, anywhere where people want to support them. Yeah, I actually have one last question. Then, uh, if uh, if there isn't any more question, I think we can slowly wrap it up. Actually, the branding of either uh, reminds me of uh, Juno, and I'm saying this because. Uh, Juno was uh, very similar to either approach in the beginning because they basically were uh, novelty funded. They were uh, they had this uh, strong alignment with Atom because uh, basically the brand was the sister hub of the Cosmos hub. So there was a lot of similarity in the, and Juno, especially in the beginning, was super successful also as a as a smart contract platform, which also either will be. So. Do you guys have been inspired in some way to to what was the Juno journey in the Cosmos ecosystem, or uh, or is something uh, that I only noticed actually, and uh, and it's just a, um, my theory basically. Um, yeah, I don't know if we were necessarily inspired, but I think we're definitely aligned with them ideologically, right? Um, and yeah, if that makes sense. But uh, I I wasn't the like. Uh, inventor of Aether, so I'm not necessarily sure how it came to be. 
um, from there. Like I came in, I was basically the last person to come in um, because I just consult on the decks part. Um, but yeah, like uh, we like them and, and we are mimicking a lot of the same design decisions and, and choices that they made uh, probably for the same reasons. I have one final question because honestly, for me, like hearing this is very refreshing. Like I've been around in the Cosmos Hub for many years. I know so has Rob and many in the audience. And I think the Cosmos ecosystem and specifically the Cosmos Hub have always been very like serious, very formal. It's kind of like slowness development and not too much degen stuff there, right? But I think listening to you is like you 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 sound like you have a lot of experience in, in the Ethereum DeFi ecosystem. You also sound like you know kind of which DeFi protocols in Ethereum work and why. So I think bringing this experience to the Cosmos Hub is very important, especially right now. Um, we also had a spaces last week with a team from Asteroid that are building the inscriptions protocol and CFT20s. So I, oh, feel like cool. like, yeah, I feel like there's a whole new kind of wind coming into the Cosmos Hub ecosystem. So my question is, my final question is like, how do you view, view Atom and the Cosmos Hub? Like, where do you think it should go? Where do you think it aligns philosophically? Where, where does it fit into like the broader crypto ecosystem? Like if you think outside of Cosmos even, like how does the yeah. Cosmos Yeah. So uh, now we're just speaking for me personally, but um, I won't name the chains that I don't like, but I will say that Cosmos and Ethereum are basically the only communities that I do like. And the reason for that is because uh, I think we agree that we're up against state actors, we're up against, uh, you know, actual censorship um, type of threats. And so uh, when I play this like crypto ecosystem out like five, 10 years in the future, I don't think there's one chain that wins. I think there's probably like five chains that win. Um, and that's because the liquidity, like whales need deep liquidity to trade with other whales. And there's just only enough liquidity for like some small amount of chains to win. But you will pick the chain uh, based on the technical trade-offs. But, uh, right. And so like uh, Cosmos sort of has this like vertical integration. If you're a dev looking to build a chain and like the Ethereum ecosystem is kind of going more horizontal, but they, they both uh, end up at the same um, destination. And uh, at least to me, what's important about them is they both uh, like value censorship resistance and, and decentralization over speed, right? Which is not to say that they're slow, but uh, more to say that like the number one priority is uh, not necessarily being fastest and not because being fast is a bad thing, but because uh, to survive on a five to 10 year time frame and to be one of these chains that uh, like achieves product market fit and and lasting um, duration. Like uh, you, you need to have those uh, base um, attributes uh, fulfilled first. And so, yeah, we think uh, like we agree. Uh, Adam has done a great job building its ecosystem, or the Cosmos has done a, a great job building its ecosystem. Uh, and and like we're we're glad to hear that you you feel it's refreshing but we view it as a market opportunity like there is just so much atom laying around doing nothing and the amount of money that can be made if you just give people a way to play with it uh we think is such a huge opportunity and such an obvious way for for adam to kind of cement itself as you know one of the chains uh in cryptocurrency in the future 
Yeah, I think for me the refreshing part really is that like there's a fresh new team coming in that comes with a clear actionable roadmap um, and just launches, right? I mean, we're not there yet. I think we're still a couple of weeks out, but I think there's a clear pa- plan and clear pathway that you guys have laid out. So um, thanks a lot for that. And like, you know, for me as a Atom holder and a believer in, in Atom and the Cosmos Hub, I think the past years have obviously not been been easy, but um, if you look at the competitive landscape of other ecosystems, I think Atom is still is still relatively doing well, right? In a grander scheme, um, we got a, oh, a yeah, lot definitely. of nice drops. We got a lot of you know, interchange security was shipped. Now it's kind of evolving. Uh, like I said, asteroids. I think for those that haven't been there last week, like that was super interesting about inscriptions and CFT twenties. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. I don't know, Rob. Do you have any final words? Final question? No, I think this is the best closer that we will get because uh, has been quite inspiring hearing your words. And I think uh, it's uh, it's very nice and refreshing to see all this new energy coming around the Cosmos Sub. So thanks everyone uh, for being here today and uh, uh, sharing your vibes and your ideas and uh, especially the community to listen. And uh, I think we can uh, we can wrap it up and see you in the next episode. Yeah, yeah, I'll maybe. just say that um, if you're interested in yeah. talking to us, like if you represent a protocol or you have more questions, uh, we're we're open and willing to talk to anyone. Um, you can DM me on this account. You can DM our, our main account. And then uh, I'm on Warpcast now, um, which is like the L2-based Twitter clone. Um, and so happy to to engage with anybody on there too. But yeah, if you're if you're interested in participating in our future launch or like integrating with us in any way, uh, we definitely want to hear from you. And and if you have concerns too, we want to hear from you as well. Yeah, I was going to ask because I think some people were also asking about a Discord or is there a Telegram chat or? Uh, not yet, but actually that's a good point. I will create a Discord. We'll, we'll, we were, I think, planning on doing that closer to launch. Okay. But yeah, now yeah. that we're starting to do marketing, it probably makes sense to have it now. <laughs> yeah, I was sooner the better you know and i think if there's like i mean i also see like some people have been commenting under the tweets and i think it's it's good to get the the conversations going you know amongst the early like contributors and people that provide feedback um so yeah yeah people have made valid uh criticisms of us that like we don't have emails at our domain yet and then like the main reason for that is literally we've just been heads down doing dev um but yeah now that we're getting closer to launch and now that we have more breathing room with partial set security uh we're going to start working on all the other stuff that needs to happen um and so yeah people should be able to engage with us uh in a lot easier ways um in the near future sounds great yeah thank you so much for all the explanations and for your time and yeah yeah thanks for having me this was fantastic yeah, thanks again. I think that the community now has a clear view from Matter, so I think this is very important going forward. Thanks again, uh, everyone, and uh, see you in the next episode of Atom Zoom. Okay, have a good day. Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what?
was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Beats, tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Tim Spaces.